I truly believe that Romans 8, 28 scripture, that he's going to work it all out for our good. We are in a world of sin, y'all. So there are things that happen that we just can't control, okay? But even the the circumstance that, you know, our listeners may be experiencing, it's, I think it's easy to say, oh, I wish this didn't happen to me or this, that, and the other. But it's like, you know what? That's just your barbell. <laughs> you know, yes, that. okay, that's yeah. just that little extra weight. Girl, yeah. you about to get a six pack of <laughs> yeah. this, you know, uh, and, and there's going to be power in that. You're listening to the Single Mom Cast. I'm Mel Hyatt. And I'm Pam Canaley. And today we have a story for you. We know that stories are important. God has always use them and he is still using them. And Pam, I cannot wait for them to hear Ashley Peters' story. She is um, over the top amazing. And when I asked her to do this, she was like, what? You want me to do what? And I was just like, Ashley, your story's already out there, but our single moms need to hear your story. It it gives me chill bumps and I cannot wait for you to hear. If you want to leave encouraged, empowered, just mm, you're going to be blessed. So anyway, yeah. we're so excited. Ashley, welcome. Excited. Hey, yes. so fun to be here. It Thank is. Thanks for having me. Uh, you, some of you may know Ashley. Uh, she uh, has been part of Arise. She's led our, our at Thrive and Jingle Jangle. And here's something about Ashley. She is a former police officer. <laughs> Retired. Retired. Oh, yeah. Retired. But you can't tell it. And yeah, she's amazing. Are you afraid of police officers, Pam? <laughs> no, I always like, honestly, when I see one, I'll go up and I'll, and I really, from my heart, I appreciate their hard work. They yeah. protect our family. But, but I tell you this quick story. One time this police officer pulled me over. I ran through a stop sign. And so, so he pulled me over. I mean, Pull me over and he came up and I was just smiling and and trying to talk my way out of it. And I says, I, he said, did you know you ran a stop sign? Yes, sir, I did. I said, I like to obey the laws of the land. And I didn't. And so he gave me a ticket anyway. And, and that was OK. But the next week I was at the movie on a Friday night and he saw me there and he walked up to me and he said, you're the lady that likes to obey the laws of the land. Come on. Impression. But anyway, you're great. I actually. have to ask you, Pam, did you run it or did you roll through I it? I rolled through it. Okay. Okay. The that California sounds a little roll. less rebellious. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I didn't okay. run it. I rolled through okay. it. Okay. So you did you, anyway, we'll, we'll, let's just That'd move on a, to your we'll story. We'll talk about that another time. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to have another story about your police. About <laughs> yeah. Your police. We would love to hear I that. I have some but stories I can tell and some I can't. I know. <laughs> I know. But you're amazing. You're so gifted and talented and smart. And so anyway, we're glad you're here. I'm glad to be here. excited. Okay, let's just uh, jump right in. I tell you what, Ashley, is there something you'd like for our moms to know about you? I'm covered by grace. I know um, some of you may read my bio or even listening to this story. You're like, oh, man, she's been through a lot or she's super strong. But you guys, I'm no different than you. I'm covered by grace. And Mm. so... Tune in. That's know, awesome. We'll learn how. Yeah. yeah. Well, Ashley, <laughs> we want to get your story started. And to do that, every great story usually starts in childhood. Yeah. Whether that was a good experience or not. So can you tell us a little bit about your life growing up? Yeah. So I'll give you the Cliff Notes version. Um, so I did originally grow up in a two-parent home. Um, unfortunately, in that home, we experienced domestic violence um, as a re- at the hand of my father. But in his defense, he's in heaven, and he had completely gave his life over to Christ, been redeemed, restored. Um, we we had an amazing relationship. Um, and so uh, this was prior to that, but uh, my parents did divorce 
when I was the age, at the age of seven, and I did have two older siblings. And so as a result of that, um, I then was now raised in, in a single parent home by my mother. And just some of the things that she went through, she she didn't really have um, the strongest education. She didn't have a college degree or any type of, um, you know, work trade, if you will. And so as we transitioned out of that two-parent home, we experienced homelessness just due to just, you know, economical right. struggles. And so uh, there were times where we slept in a car. There were times uh, I, I, I used to make this joke. It's no longer a joke, but it's more of a testimony that I share with some of the people that I come in contact with that experience homelessness or um, some of the organizations that I help is I've truly, I've been to every shelter in the OKC and Norman um, area. So um, that's not anything necessarily to, to brag about, but to, to experience that at a young age um, as right. a child, it can, it, it can impact you in a way. And so... So, yeah, so that we experienced that. I, I remember dreaming about food, uh, being in the refrigerator and then waking up thinking it was true and then going there and it wasn't. Mm. Um, but at the end of the day, my mom, she truly did the best that she could and she worked her tail off and we were able to finally get some stability probably around middle school age for me and my sister and brother were in high school and so at that time my mom uh, put us in an area where uh, they had better schools things like that and okay. so um, a, a lot of that is a lot of where I am and you know what I've become is attributed to just how she was able to uh, shift our world um, and so yeah so that's kind of my oh, life wow. as a child mm-hmm. there's more guys <laughs> We don't have enough time. Yeah. That's like chapter yes. five. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll move on to chapter two with this next question, yeah. because you mentioned to me that you didn't understand while you were in the home what your mom was going through. Um, what do you have to say to the single moms who feel like their children don't understand what they're going through and trying to provide for the family? Yeah, so good. So I'll give you some context to even that question. So there were times where, if I'm being honest, and I've had this conversation with my mom, I resented her, mm-hmm. or I may have questioned some of the things that she did because I just didn't understand, or they made me angry. I'm like, why are we struggling so much? Why are we paying on a bill and not off the bill? Or why are we doing this and that? And at the time, of course, I didn't understand the, the struggle. But uh, I'll never forget there was there was a time in uh, it was in a season where we were bouncing from house to house. And I remember there were um, it was a week that we just didn't really eat a lot. But my mom spent all day at the Waffle House and I knew she didn't have any money. And I think back and I'm like, she she took out a credit card that she probably didn't need. And I don't know if you guys remember back in the day, you know, Waffle House used to have the like, all you can eat all day. So we (laughs) stayed there all day. (laughs) Okay. Um, But I think back there, and I I know there may be times I had, you know, questioned like some of her choices and how she handled finances. But at the end of the day, I've had a conversation with my mom as an adult. And I realized oh my gosh, she made some major sacrifices. Mm. And there are parents out there that may be going through something similar and their children may be questioning them or resenting them. 
But I just want to encourage you that please, even though you may feel like you're not valued or appreciated, and I can't guarantee that your child is going to come back and say, Mom, I appreciate you and I realize what you did, but I, I do believe it's going to come back in their life when they experience a hardship or a challenge. And they're like, you know what? When I look back, she made a sacrifice or right. he made a sacrifice. Yeah. Um, and so it just gives me a little bit, no, more than a little bit. It gives me major appreciation for those sacrifices that my mom Mm -hmm. mom made, but I didn't understand. Was there anything that your mom did that helped you appreciate her? You know, I'm wondering as a single mom going, who's in that right now, and Mm -hmm. she maybe has this kid that is showing the resentment. Was there anything that your mom did that helped you get to that place or allowed you to then have conversations with her as an adult now? So good. Yeah. Honestly, it is taking off the cape. Um, My mom took off the cape. Um, she, even though she's always been strong, I didn't have to look at her like she was so strong that I couldn't approach her. And the moment that she showed me, okay, I don't know it all. Okay. So she was just honest. Yeah. And that vulnerability. And, okay. Yeah. And it, and it opened up conversations like, well, mom, this hurt me when you did this because I felt like you didn't listen to me or you didn't mm-hmm. have time for me. She's like, baby, I literally had to work and it's because of this and I wish I did and I'm sorry and having those vulnerable moments it's okay you know I mean that's biblical right Mm -hmm. like in our weakness that's when we're the strongest and so so yeah I think that um is what truly helped and you guys therapy and counseling is real it's so necessary you know like I'm an advocate and so um you know I've I've done counseling my mom has done it and so that just even opened up more doors and gave us tools for us to talk about those things I love that okay so I I I know oh well, no, Go I ahead, was just, Tim. before you, I, I just want to say to the moms, if you're sitting there right now and you, like this question was directed toward the mom who feels like her kids are not appreciative and they don't notice, I, I'm with Ashley. I just want to say, I know, I know that I know because I've seen it so many times that you just continue to do the next right thing. You carry so many responsibilities and so much on your plate and they don't see yeah. what you're doing. Just one day at a time, the kids will be grown and gone before you know it. Yeah. You will reap what you sow eventually. Uh, in ways that we can't explain, but just do the next right thing with the right attitude. And you don't need their validation. You do not need their validation. If you do, then you need to check where that expectation is mm, coming from. Your good. validation comes from the Lord. Yes, it is. And, and that, that right there is, should be your, your expectation because the Bible says we can expect things from God. And one of them is him affirming your identity and affirming your value as a mother. That's and good. your kids will show up later. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But we want them to like us so I know. We <laughs> like us now. I know. But I love what you said, yeah. man, because now, like, you as a mother are a living example of where your identity comes from. So it's like, baby, okay. I understand that's how you feel. Mm-hmm. But you, you not allowing that to, like you said, define who you are. We are right. defined in Christ. Yeah. Right? So it's like you actually standing firm in that is giving the best example. Right. And that probably alleviates resentment from the mom side of yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Like if your baby is resenting you and then your identity is in them, then there's going to be a divide mm-hmm. that you create. Yeah. Yes. Um, so if you can just get past that and be the mom, then be patient and endure and they'll come back around. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I believe Ashley, that. Yeah. Ashley and hey. myself, we're yeah. all okay. testaments yeah. to that. Yeah. <laughs> Ashley, you were brave for sharing about your childhood. I know that um, 
it takes a certain courage to do that. And I'm sure now as an adult, uh, there's been no trials or tribulations, right? I know. It's been a breeze. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You had shared with us uh, something that I would like you to share with our moms that you recently went through just a really scary uh, life challenge. Would you share that with us? Absolutely. Um, So in August uh, 2021, um, I was diagnosed um, with stage two breast cancer. Um, It it was called triple negative, which um, if there's anybody experiencing breast cancer or know someone, there are two, there's numerous types, but um, various types of cancer. Triple negative is the type of cancer that doesn't feed off of anything. So there are some some breast cancers that feed off hormones. This type of cancer just shows up and it's Mm. like, we don't need anything to keep us alive. We'll just keep on growing. And so I had no idea. Um, you know, what it was, I, I, I would get like small little lumps here and there and I've been tested in the past and they have always come back, uh, non-cancerous and no concerns. And so I thought this was that. So I was going for just a checkup, but this, it started to hurt this time. And so, um, that's when they discovered that. And so, um, I can uh, say that I am officially cancer free, um, Mm -hmm. and hopefully it will be a year, um, April. So okay. this coming up April. So I, I did uh, chemo. I did whew, eight months mm. of chemo. Um, I did a did surgery. So I did a double uh, mastectomy, which means it removes mm-hmm. um, all of the tissue. Um, so I did discover that I do have a gene marker for it. So ladies, if you know, you don't know and haven't had those conversations with your family, um, ask, you know, if there's been previous cancer, uh, because from what I discovered, it was a genetic marker. And so my body was going to be prone to Mm -hmm. it. So I didn't want to take that risk. So, um, I elected for, for surgery and, uh, it it was, it was not easy (laughs) to Mm -hmm. say the least. Um, it was definitely a journey and taught me so much. And I'm, I'm still learning. I, that is not anything you come out of and just resolve. It is right. it's something that continues to sharpen you, continues to challenge you, and continues to um, have you just trust the Lord in a way that mm. you, ha- you, you hadn't before. Right. So, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yes. And you know what? When I think about that, the, the word that comes to mind thinking about you is going through that. And you <sighs> said it wasn't easy, and you haven't even really talked about My the God. hardship. Yeah. The hardship. Single moms that were listening today <gasps> are going through hardships, yeah. and you have spoken of hardship. But you're sitting here today. I wish y'all could see her. She's beautiful. <laughs> She's effervescent, you know. But, but through that, you were resilient. Mm. How did you do that? Oh, Pam. So that (laughs) word, like, I love that word, but we have to be so careful because that word can also make you feel like you have to be superwoman. Mm, Right. mm, mm. And yes, I was resilient. Yes, I was strong. But (laughs) Mm -hmm. so I said something earlier. I said removing the cape. Uh, There is power in pain. I really Mm -hmm. do believe that. Um, But sometimes I think we have to allow ourselves to... It's okay to say, you know what, today kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. hey, this is hard. God, this yes. is hard. Yeah, exactly. You know, like yes. I, I need you. Like mm-hmm. this is this is this is a struggle. And so, I would say the the thing that makes me rem- just even 
think about this whole journey, like losing my hair and, and there, ladies, there's hardships you're going through, finances, there were some financial things, all of that. So it makes me think of Jacob in the, the wrestle with the angel yeah. of the Lord. I think it's Genesis 22, I think. Um, and after he was done, you know, going through this, this wrestle, because he's like, I'm not letting you go until you bless me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he ends up injuring his hip. The angel hits his hip. Mm-hmm. And you guys read the story, all of that. The thing that hit me the most was Jacob walked away. He had a limp, but he walked away. And I was like, okay, Lord. So even with the limp, even though I have a limp, and I think hardships can create limps, right? Mm-hmm. So whether it be financial setbacks, so okay, he left me. Oh, that didn't work out the way I wanted to. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm limping. And sometimes we can think a limp is going to take us out. But when I look, when I read that story, it's like, okay, even though he was limping, he still walked away. Yeah. He remained to walk. He kept walking. And I, I truly believe that that limp, even though I don't believe that the Lord causes bad things to happen mm-hmm. to us, but I do believe Romans eight twenty eight that he works all things together for the good, for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. He's going to use that. And I feel like he uses that limp because he's like, I actually need you to lean into me. I need yeah. you to trust me. And I feel like that was the biggest takeaway. Mm-hmm. And it was like, hey, you don't have to wear this cape. You don't have to be this uh, perfect superwoman uh, that you can... Do you can do all things? No, that's not how I wrote it. I wrote it that I can do all things, right? <laughs> that nothing is impossible for yeah. me. And so there was freedom in that, in saying, okay, even though I have a limp, even though I may have a hardship, Lord, in my weakness, you are made strong. Like, Lord, it is it is those moments that I can lean on you. And I don't have to wear the cape because I'm not superwoman, yeah. but I can have supernatural mm-hmm. <laughs> power yes. to get through this. And so the word resilient is awesome. I just don't want us to confuse resilient with perfection or right. resilient with I have to be strong and I can't be vulnerable. Yes. I can't say I'm struggling. Yes. So. And I love that. You know, uh, you have just basically said that our testimonies, come from our tests, yeah. you know, that you got to have the test. And our, mm-hmm. our messages usually come from our mess, our messages, our messes of pain. Yeah. But uh, I heard a quote on resilience, and I want to read it to you, and you tell me if you think this defines it. Resilience is very different from being perfect. Mm. Resilience means you experience, you feel, you fail, you hurt, yeah. you fall, but you keep going. Ooh. You fight with God on your side. It's knowing that you are the only one that has the power and the responsibility to pick yourself up once again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Agreed. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm glad you countered that with resilience because sometimes it makes you feel like I can't be human. I can't be real. I have to be strong all the time. I have yeah. to put on the front and I'm human and I'm, and, you know, and so I'm so, so thankful you said that. So let me ask you something as I think about your, what you went through with cancer and losing your hair and, and just that was nothing compared to all the other emotional trauma you were Ooh. going through that, that the, the physical trauma probably wasn't, didn't even match the emotional trauma, but how are you different now having gone through those cancer treatments in the trial? Because you are cancer-free now. Yes. yes. So, yay, mm-hmm. praise God. <laughs> and so um, how are you different Ooh. having come away from that? Physically, emotionally, spiritually, which one you want to mm-hmm. hit? 
sure. So it's a sure. lot of different I'm things. Sure. Um, physically, I'm still healing. Uh, you know, for the most part, um, everything physically is 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 restoring. But there are some things I'll never be the same. You know, mm-hmm. I'll never be able to breastfeed my child. You know, um, so there are some things that you know I just have to accept um, mentally. So it's funny you asked this because I was uh, talking to my boyfriend the other day and I was like, I just feel a little funky. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that's another thing. Sometimes you just got to say what it is. Sure. You, know? Yeah. you know, don't hold it in. Just say what it is. Yeah. So I was like, I feel like funky in my spirit yeah. and in my mind. And he was like, well, why? And I was like, I don't know. So I was like, I just need some time with Jesus. So yeah. I sat down and I literally, there. I realized that about 80% of my chemo experience, I just pushed through. Mm. I tolerated, Mm -hmm. but I didn't actually sit in it. Mm. And sometimes I think that's necessary. Mm -hmm. There are some things you don't have to to get through that day, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. but there, there does come a time and it's necessary for you to like, Hey, that happened to me. Mm-hmm. And I had that moment. And so I think mentally I'm still having those moments. Yes. And I'm just being able to sit sit and, and realize that that happened. Okay, Lord, okay. Okay, how does that make me feel? Okay. Mm-hmm. And not living in my feelings, but identifying them. Okay, Lord, now what is the truth and what is the lie that mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking? Um, so I think that's, that's a continual thing. There are things that I, I'm still grieving, you know, emotionally. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'll never be able to breastfeed my child. Luckily, I was able to reserve some eggs. Come mm-hmm. on, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Hey, mm-hmm. to make sure everything is good there. But um, so, yeah, there's some emotional things there. Um, as far as spiritually, whoa, let me tell y'all. Now, we don't have enough time on this podcast, mm-hmm. but the Lord has really showed me how much I actually depended on me. Ooh, mm-hmm. ooh. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought I was like, oh, yeah, I trust the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he was like, well, you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but some. You but you really don't. think that you can do a lot on your own. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. Uh, so that and he's helped me understand, or not understand, but I'm continually understanding because it's a journey, how to find peace in the missing pieces of your life. Mm-hmm. There are some things that you're just not going to be certain about. Right. There are some things that you're not going to understand. There are some things you're like, I have no idea, Lord, how are you going to do this? Yeah. But I truly believe when he says in Philippians that do not be anxious for anything, but in everything in prayer and supplication, thanksgiving, mm-hmm. that he will give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. And he's really teaching me how to find peace, even in the things that are missing. Well, so. I'm so thankful for your perspective and mm-hmm. your resilience and your often lack of resilience mm-hmm. because imagine if you wouldn't have come through it the way you did. We wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be telling yeah. your story. Your limp, if you were hiding your limp, Ooh. people wouldn't ask you why, how you got yeah. it, you know? Ooh. This makes me think, so Ashley, good, I have um, one of my favorite people on the planet. Pam knows, I talk about her all the time, is my grandma. We call her Beanie. Oh, yes. And Beanie grandma's. is like the queen of idioms. And all my life she would say... The same hot water that softens a potato hardens an egg. And I would roll my eyes and I, I yeah. said it not too long ago. And and I've always thought, oh, it either, the situation either hardens you or softens mm. you, you know, and you have this choice. Yeah. And she was saying you have this choice. And my son in his wittiness looks at me and goes, well, I like both baked potatoes and oh. boiled eggs. <laughs> and then I thought, yeah, me too. <laughs> um, and I, I brought it up to my beanie and she said, well, yeah, isn't that's the point. Mm. And I just looked at her and I said, 
Well, and it's that resilient yeah. thing of she said, you know, you're you're choosing who you become in all of this. Yeah. And she said, and that's why I said it to you all the time. Yeah, <laughs> so, I love that. But I, I think meal. of that, that you have that choice mm-hmm. to become, you know, soft or hard or whatever it was, but it's producing something. And I'm super grateful for what it produced because I'm just loving this. Are you pants? Yes, I am. And I'm just thinking about what it produced because I have, mm. uh, I've thought, you know, that your faithfulness has planted seeds in other people. You don't realize it as you were going through that. And then I'm reminded of Galatians 6, 9 that says, don't allow yourselves to be weary in mm. planting the seeds of faith during, tr- during trials for the season of reaping the wonderful harvest that you've planted is coming. Amen. So that's, you know, your your season is coming. You're still working through it, but you've planted seeds and your yeah. season of harvest is coming and Amen. it will continue to come. And I Amen. love that word. That. I love that. Ashley, your faith is just so loud and evident and <laughs> yes. I'm thankful for that. And Amen. I mean that in a, in a, a beautiful you. way. Yes. And, and I, it's, it seems like you have this foundation of faith wherever you got that. But I'm wondering if you look at your journey through cancer and your childhood, what is something that all of that taught you about God and his character? Mm. Ooh. I know it's a lot, but if there's like one thing, you know, that the limp taught you. <laughs> Boy, that's so good. Um, oh, I don't know why I just keep going back like like what the limp taught me. So it's just there's power mm. in your pain. Um, yeah. I think about so many scriptures where it says, count it all joy. And I used mm-hmm. to think about those things, you know, for suffering. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what? That don't even make no sense. Mm-hmm. But even if you think about, so I love to go to the gym, y'all. So if you think about. We can tell. Oh, okay. Well, hey, <laughs> it's working. Um, but if you think about, you know, building muscle, mm-hmm. right? And there's, there's reps and there's levels of weights, but there's also pain involved. But once you're, you're getting a, um, you're developing that muscle and you're building it, you're able to actually lift. And it makes me think of, I don't know if anybody knows about power lifting mm-hmm. and doing like, there is a, there is a different type of power. And as I've gotten back into the gym, I'm like, oh, I'm actually able to do this a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think of that spiritually, yeah. right? And I, like I said, do I believe that the Lord causes bad things to happen? You know, no. Do I believe the Lord gave me cancer? No. And you know, we don't, we don't have to necessarily go into that. But I truly believe that Romans eight twenty eight scripture that He's going to work it all out for our good. We are in a world of sin, y'all. So there mm-hmm. are things that happen that we just can't control. Okay. But even the the circumstance that you know our listeners may be experiencing, it's I think it's easy to say, oh, I wish this didn't happen to me or this, that, and the other. But it's like you know what? That's just your barbell. <laughs> you know, yes, that. okay. That's yeah. just that little extra weight. Girl, yeah. you about to get a six pack, and yeah. this, you know, uh, and, and there's going to be power in that. And I'm mm-hmm. not talking about the kind of power that can only be manifested out of human flesh and, and, and might, right? Not by our might, but not but our, by our power, but by the power of God It's that supernatural power. Yeah. And it's that thing that just shows up. Like, I don't know how this bill got paid, mm-hmm. but I, I was, I was resilient. Mm-hmm. I read my word. I have no idea how I got healed, mm-hmm. but it, I'm healed. Like y'all, I could be here all day on those mm-hmm. type of stories yeah. from as a child all the way to now. Yes. And so do not allow pain 
to be your period point or to be the point where you're like, I'm done. Yeah. There's power in it. There is about to be a power lift situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're feeling that pain, it's an indicator that God is up to something and he can use it. So I've had to learn how to use that as fuel, not flesh fuel, but right. as like, Lord, I'm going to bring this to you because I know you can use mm-hmm. it for something good. Mm-hmm. I do love that so much. You've told us so many wonderful things, Ashley. Um, if you could tell single moms what they most need to know, uh, what would you tell them? That's a hard one, isn't it? It is a hard one. That you're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. That you're you're not just doing the best that you can, but that your best is enough. Mm. I love that. Your best is your best is, is enough. enough. It is enough, and she's enough. Yes, she's enough. Yes, I love that. That is excellent. Oh. I do love that. Ashley, as we, um, I mean, your story, I feel like we could just mm-hmm. keep, I'm like, just mm-hmm. keep telling us yeah. things. Like, what else? What happened on Tuesday? <laughs> what did you eat? Oh I'll be here all day. Preach it some more. <laughs> Preach it some more, yeah. I, I love that you, you know, you're, I mean, they need to hear that it's enough, you know. And I'm wondering if you just close your eyes and imagine the single moms you know, is there one other thing that you would like to say to our audience as they're mm-hmm. listening today, no matter what space they're in? You know, and I'm picturing some, and I think it's hard to just give a word when your soul and your spirit is tired. And so just to have someone tell them, you know what, I understand. I may not understand it completely, but, you know, I hear you, I feel you, and... Maybe that's enough and just I'm praying with you. Because sometimes words aren't enough. Mm-hmm. But just to know that somebody empathizes. Somebody's praying for you. Whoever whoever is listening right now, like I am believing God to restore whatever you've been seeking him for. I'm believing for joy to return in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. And I'm believing for security to return, that your security doesn't come from anything tangible or anything that anybody tells you, but it comes from God. I do. I do love that. You know, in closing, I just want to say when we think of champions, we Mm -hmm. think champions are made champions by their victories and by their testimonies and by their record breaking this or that. But champions has been that way in the Bible. It's been the way Ever since, it's been the way right now you sitting here. Champions are made champions by setbacks. Mm -hmm. They've got to be setbacks in order for your steps forward to be meaningful and for you to believe in yourself. And you may not, single mom, be in that place that you believe it yourself. You're just in that setback, and you cannot seem to get out of the setback. But, But God's Word promises that in the setback, as you lean on Him, there is a step forward coming. There Mm -hmm. is. There is a step forward coming. And I just want to throw something way out there. I'm talking about way out from where you are, single mom. I'm talking about years and years and years from now for all of us, or maybe it won't be that long, but I'm talking about eternity, about what's coming there. And the Bible says that in pain, it says in James 1.12, blessed, favored is the woman or man who remains steadfast mm-hmm. under trial Ooh. for he or she 
um, has stood the test and he or she will receive a special crown of life. And as I think about that and I think of the trials you're going through, it's going to it's going to amount to something glorious and victorious eventually, even though you can't see it now. And Ashley, what you have been through and how you are still unraveling the cancer effects with you emotionally and psychologically is still is still being uh, unfolded in your life. There's coming a day that, yeah. my friend, that you will receive the crown of life for being steadfast mm-hmm. in that trial. And, and that is, and you know what we do with those crowns? We don't just walk around heaven and say, look at my crown. <laughs> look at my crown, like how tall mine is. No, we lay them at the feet of Jesus. Mm-hmm. How great will that be, Ashley, yeah. for you to take your crown of cancer and bow down and thank him for it and give yeah. it to him. Won't that be beautiful? Amen. So, that. you know, there is a better day coming, Mom. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this hopefully this podcast for you today has been an encouraging word from a woman that has been there, understands, and her story is is just real. It's real and it's raw. <laughs> and we like stories sure. like that, that are real, that are raw. And you, moms, you need to know that if this is the first podcast you have ever joined, the Single Mom cast at Arise Single Moms, uh, God is inviting you to to listen to another one because we believe that as God directs you to the Single Mom cast, it is His way of validating you and Him saying, I am here for you.